0: Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with Elizabeth Hamilton-Garino, here to help you find success in all areas of your life. The power is in your hands. Join our network for free at besteveryou.com. And now, here's Elizabeth.
1: I love that intro by Randy Kay. Thank you. She's been doing our radio show intros. That's a new one. Um, she's been doing those radio intros for like 10 years now that we've had this show. So, so grateful you're all here as we wind down our summer series of shows here on the Best Ever You Show. This is just a really friendly reminder that we're very grassroots and we really appreciate your support. Our guests appreci- appreciate your support when we have a guest here with a book, uh, a a Coaching practice, a website an idea, anything we love that you go and um, really support them. A lot of creatives come on here, a lot of coaches come on here, and um we really, really want to support our our people who are working from home right now so uh <laughs> and and otherwise because we're all trying to do our best here and i I think uh denise Zach will help us uh move in that direction even more so denise. Welcome to the Best Ever You Show. Thank you for being here. Thank
0: you so much for having me. I'm I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, you are. You got a you've got a lot of accolades here. And I don't know, you you probably won't call them accolades. I kind of call them accolades. A lot of a lot of things that make up Denise Zach and I'm not gonna list them all off here, but they include things like she's an author, everybody. She's a certified life coach. She's a meditation instructor instructor, a registered two hundred hour yoga teacher and is a licensed professional counselor for over 20 years where she was a clinical therapist. So that is all just means peaceful to me, right, Denise? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most times I would say.
1: <laughs> Most times.
0: No, I um I definitely have worked my entire life helping people understand how their brain works and so I've had a lot of practice about what to do and what not to do, in terms of how to show up to your day. And you know, it was interesting being a therapist uh, with college students and listening to their stories. As I had infants at home way back uh, a number of years ago, and there were so many notes to self as I was listening to students talk about some of the mistakes that parents make when they have kids. So I I, I have to say that being a therapist and being a yoga instructor has taught me how to be a better human, and the the book that I've written and the information that I try to teach people is to that end, to try to help people show up the best they can to their lives. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect, but uh, if you can have any little piece of information that can help you be more effective, I say grab it and run with it.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be one of those shows where people can grab it and run with it because we're we're both really into taking action and helping people get results. So this is a really good show. And please chime in here, Denise, for those people going, well, how do I lose weight? How do I change? How do I have less stress? How do I redo something? Is it too late? Is this like a how to, how do you do something? Um, And you kind of have the perfect uh, book for that. Um, It's, it's really a, I've got, okay. So I have two copies here, by the way, one um, between the radio show we're going to do right now and the video program that we're going to do afterwards we're going to give away a copy of denise's book and that's a 30 dollars value or more here it's called ripple affect change your mind change your life by denise sack and um it's an eight-step mindfulness practice to reclaim your happiness and live a balanced life and what i really denise you can chime in here too but what i really like about this book is it's it's a yes it's a book but it's also a workbook i i think it's your your class that you've taught forever in workbook form yeah. am i correct
0: Yes, absolutely. I started initially teaching these as workshops to college students, to faculty, staff, and teams on a college campus where I worked. And I had these piles and piles of handouts and notes and and worksheets and activities for students, and it was in this huge binder, loose leaf, things flying all over the place. And someone said to me one day, why don't you just put that into a book? And so that sparked a quite a number of year process of me getting it into a a workbook form. And I really wanted it to be easy. I wanted it to be relatable. I wanted it to be digestible. And so that was my focus when I was writing it. I didn't want to talk at people. I didn't want people to think there was something wrong with them. I just wanted people to learn these strategies, very easy strategies, but it takes practice um, to, to actually create the change, but the strategies themselves are pretty easy, um, so that they can create the change that they want in their lives, so I'm hoping that that gets translated when people read the book.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a great book, and it's, um, it's not a, it's not a binder, it's, it's bound together. You know, it's like an actual workbook and it's got a glossy cover and it's very easy to use. It's very easy to um, put into a briefcase or whatever. I used it in the car um, as we were going down to New Jersey this past weekend to just kind of um, refresh and learn more about you and learn kind of the way you think and train people as well. You just said a few words that are like music to my ears and that's um, to not talk at people. We're not here to tell Mm -hmm. you how to live your life do you want to expand on that because there's nothing more annoying than being told what to like how to live your life (laughs) like what to do right
0: right right and and i think that that happens a lot i think that there's a lot of uh condemnation around behavior these days and there's a lot of judgment that we have towards other people not I think the majority of people don't do that, but we hear a lot of it. That's what kind of Mm -hmm. bubbles to the top whenever you watch the news and whenever you put on the TV or or anything of that nature. And, And I feel like, Really, marketing and advertising have done a good job of making people feel as if they're not good enough so that they'll buy something so that they can fix themselves, right? You're not skinny enough, you're not tall enough, you're not rich enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not doing this quick enough, that person's better. If you just did this, you'd be happy. If you just bought that, things would get better. And I wanted this book to be something different. I wanted it to be where I was helping people reflect on their own situation on their own lives on their own thoughts and to not judge them to not judge yourself in the process because we get enough of that around us and then also to not judge other people who also have their own issues right and so a big piece of the uh, the yoga training that i that i got when i started practicing yoga and, and learning meditation and mindfulness was this compassion and kindness piece was this really just taking a step back and not judging yourself in the process, but certainly not judging other people for making mistakes and, and not being perfect because none of us are not, not one of us can look at someone else and say, well, you're doing this wrong without knowing that somewhere we're doing something that's not quite perfect as well. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're really in a good spot with this show. If you, um, if, if you're feeling like you're never enough or you don't love yourself or you don't feel like you have value or anything like that, because uh, we teach uh, and and we don't teach together either yet. We just kind of met. um, But I know Denise teaches compassion and kindness and self-love and self-worth and uh, all of those things. Do you want to expand on that uh, concept a little bit? Sure.
0: Sure. It's, it's one of the, the, there's so many elements to yoga, but it's sure. one of the biggest pieces of yoga is to accept where you are in the moment and to know that if there is any struggle going on, that even if it is uncomfortable, there is something that you will learn from it. And and out of the, the darkness comes light and out of their struggle comes beauty. And I And I truly believe in that. I've been through some really dark times in my life where I felt like I was, going to kind of fall apart and it was the compassion and love that I received from other people that held me up. It was me not being judgmental of myself that helped me to keep going and it was really important for me to remember that the relationships that I had with people and fostering those relationships and fostering a, an attitude of, of gratitude and kindness towards myself and other people were the things that helped to keep me stable and keep me Balanced and and keep me focused on what was important
1: in my life. So I wanted to teach that to other people, and that's what this book's about. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very good at that too. And we'll get into it in a minute here. I'm gonna ask you just one more question. You know, we're all going through so much now as as the pandemic goes on. Uh, boy, probably gonna creep up to a two year mark. Um, yeah. And that's and that's not just the only thing that people have playing in their lives. Most people have layers mm. of other issues. But on top of that, or or however you want to phrase that, but you know it's not the only thing going on in people's lives that that um, that we might be faced with. Do you um, do you have any advice for people who have multiple things going on right now?
0: Be very fedar. Um, that is the the one thing that helped me, and the thing that I teach people. And it was the it's funny because I would have. Uh, people that were in my workshops come up to me and say, you know, I was going through this difficult thing and I just kept hearing your voice in the back of my head saying, be where your feet are, be in this moment, be present now, because 99% of our distress, 99% of it comes from worrying about the past and fretting out about the future. If I were to see every single person listening out there right now in front of me, I likely would not think anything was wrong with them. Likewise, if they saw you and I right now they would not think anything was wrong because we're having this conversation. We're talking about these, you know, wonderful concepts and ideas, but all of us have stuff going on. It's when we bring it into the present moment with us all the time and we're fearful of it and we ruminate about it and we overthink about it that it creates our distress. And fear does not do anything but ruin the present moment. And so, and, and I, I say this. And I don't say it in a judgmental way. I say it with love in my heart. I My husband was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and it was a very scary time in my life. And I was able to be okay because I practiced being in the moment. When I was with him, I wasn't thinking, well, what if he dies, and what's going to happen? Am I going to be okay, and I'm not going to be able to live, and what are my children going to do, and we're going to be homeless? I wouldn't let myself go there because I knew that it would do nothing but ruin the time that I had with him. Thank God he survived. He had a 1% chance of survival. He's an amazing man. God bless him. He, He survived this diagnosis. Um, But I didn't know that in the two years that we were going through this. I didn't know that he was going to survive, but I chose every moment to be exactly where my feet were and to enjoy what I could about that moment, to savor every minute that I had rather
1: than think about the past or worry about the future because that's where the distress comes from. Did you teach him that, too, in that moment? He sounded I told you this before, he sounds a lot like the way my dad approached being not not so feeling great. Um, he just, yeah, ah, he warriored through. They, my, they used to call my yeah. dad the a warrior. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> That's some of the stuff he survived. Yeah. You know, I think I, I
0: certainly did. I know that I rubbed off on him. Um, but he also had a, a good level of, of training himself. He was an athlete growing up. And so, you know, you have a son who plays baseball. My, my husband played baseball growing up and they have a, when you are a true athlete, you have this mentality that you learn from your mistakes, you grow, you stay focused and you, you believe that you can do anything and that anything is possible if you just work your hardest at it. He also has an amazing dad who just turned 85 who taught him to Be focused and to not let yourself get distracted by outside things and to work hard. And so he took that mentality into, into the illness with him. He took his faith and he took this mindfulness and this present moments, present moment focus and gratitude and and joy in his life. And I think that those combination of things really helped to, to keep him going
1: and and helped him survive. Yeah, it's really well put too. I like I like how you did that generationally. Um and I mm-hmm. I also I do love athletes. I just think they have a mindset about them that is so different. Um and yeah. to be there's so much to learn from athletes and coaches. I every time I have mm-hmm. Coach Solano on as a guest I learn something new. Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really is. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, so you speaking of coaching, okay? So you have developed a practice called mindful. Uh, you have a method called mindful life coaching, and um, mm-hmm. I want to share your website too with everybody. It's called it's Coach dot com. So D E N I S E Z A C K lifecoach.com, dot com. And her book is called The Ripple Effect, and that you can buy on. I got my copy on Amazon. You can I think you can buy that wherever books are sold, right, Denise? just on amazon I don't
0: know right now it's yeah it's just on Amazon right now and you can also get the link on my website if you just go to my website the the book link is right there on the home page
1: okay and um, let's let's take a break and we're gonna come right back with Denise Zach and talk more about her book the ripple affect change your mind change your life we'll be back in a minute Today, Best Ever
0: You is a leading multimedia provider of professional and personal self-development. Our network is a community of world-class people making a difference. We're sharing tips to be your best. And now, back to the show.
1: We sure are sharing tips about how to be your best, and we're here talking with Denise Zack about her book, The Ripple Affect. Change your mind, Change Your Life, and I'm going to open this <laughs> and so you might hear hear a little paper shuffling around here because I, I really would love for you to sort of talk about, maybe give us an overview of um, the eight steps, quick overview, and then maybe pick one or two that you really want to teach people about today. Would you like to do that? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. I have my favorite, but I'm going to follow along. <laughs> okay. All right. sounds good. Um, the
0: book is basically a step-by-step series, uh, and it's it's helping you to become more aware of your present moment experience. And so basically, the the steps in the book are encouraging people to let go of external distraction and be aware of what's going on inside of them. And they learn techniques through the process to help them uh, identify through activities and reflection and meditation unhealthy patterns of thought that hold them back and and they're mindful activities, right? And so Mm -hmm. the main thing that I try to help people do is to to gain insight. And each of the steps is designed to help them dive a little bit deeper into their own self-awareness and their own identity of who they are and how they developed creating the world that they developed. No one is a blank page when they're born. We all have personality when we're born, but You can have two of the same siblings in a family and they grow up with completely different experiences because of the personality that they developed and also because of the experiences that they had and how they took those experiences in. So every single one of us has a story, has a narrative, has a way of operating in the world, and not all of it is accurate. Not all of it is something that we should hold on to as much as we do in our everyday <laughs> lives. And what I mean by that is we all have some faulty beliefs that we developed from from the very young ages, sometimes from toddler age, e- even younger, uh, and other times, you know, 10, 11, 12, 15, 18, 25, 35 years old, we develop beliefs at th- certain times in our life based on the things that are going on. This book helps you understand it. I, I help you through a mindful process of paying attention to not just what you see happening in front of you but understanding what your reaction is to it and how often that reaction happens in your life if there is a I worked with a client to give you an example who Mm -hmm. I, I pay attention to language when I'm when I'm talking with people and words that they use and choose and this client used the word respect a lot uh, I, I felt disrespected. I don't get any respect from people. Um, that was a very disrespectful thing to do. And, and, and at times it was accurate, but there were other times where the word didn't quite fit the scenario. So I knew that that was something that was important to them, respect. And so we did some work in these activities where this person was able to identify that there was a time in their life where they felt very disrespected. And it left a scar in them, And it was something that really bubbled up a lot where anytime something came in that made them feel like they weren't being respected, even if it was close enough to them not feeling, it might not have been accurate. It might not have even been directed at them or the situation might not have really been about respect, but they would twist it into it because they would feed their own narrative and they look at the world with their own glasses on that uh-huh. changed their perspective. And once this person was able to understand that, they were able to take a step back in the moments where they noticed, oh, I'm feeling that disrespect thing again. Let me really think about what I'm being triggered by right now and if it's accurate or if it's, this is just my old stuff coming up. And, and that's what this book is about is helping people understand those patterns. And I guess in, in that, you know, you asked about my favorite steps in it. I, I think step four and, and, of the narrative that, that being able to understand your own narrative and your own story and where that comes from is, is a big, big step for me. And, Let's... and then doing something to change it, um, helping yourself develop a new narrative is, you know, the next steps in it, but that's probably my favorite step.
1: Uh, you know what? I circled that before I started. So it's mine too, because um, I think, I think we can create some doozy stories and live there. Yeah. They might be. They might be greater. They might be whatever they are. But we can sure do a number on ourselves with an interesting story, <laughs> and just sort mm-hmm. of sort of stay there unless we do change the narrative. So maybe um, yeah. you want to explain that a little bit, Just elaborate on. Sure. Like like what's give it. I have what? an idea, and this might not be a great idea, but you fix it. <laughs> give us, give us, give us an example of a of a story that somebody might be living in that that might need to change. How about that? Okay, Can we do that. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll,
0: yeah, I'll give you an example of an athlete, and I use actually use her in a book. Uh, this is a not a catastrophic story, but it was a big deal to her. As she came into my workshops as a freshman, she was an athlete. She was a student athlete, and she uh, was on the track and field team. She talked about hating hurdles. And so her story was, I've never been good at jumping hurdles. I'm not good at them. I can't ever learn them. It's something that is just not in my wheelhouse to learn. And when I know that we're going to be practicing hurdles that particular day in practice, it ruins the rest of the practice because I'm so worried that I'm going to mess up that I, I, I can't focus on anything else. And so we did this process, which is in uh, step four or five of my book, which is the pillow piling process. And I said, okay, so your base pillow here is that you're not good at hurdles. That could be true. If you, if you felt unsuccessful at them, let's just, let's just say it's true right now. What are all the things you say to yourself as a result of it? What are all the pillows you pile on top of that one main issue (laughs) that contribute to it and make it worse? And so, I had pillows, and so she's sitting there, and I kept piling the pillows on. She said, "Um, "People are going to think I'm 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 a terrible athlete. My coach is going to kick me off the team. My teammates aren't going to like me anymore. I'm going to fail." I'm never going to, I'm going to embarrass myself in front of the whole team. Uh, I'm going to do terrible at the track meet. I mean, you name it. There were about 10 pills on top of her up above her head. And I said to her, how is this helping you right now to have all of these thoughts and all of these pills on you? She said, it's not helping me right now. It feels heavy and I can't see anything in front of me. I said, that's what our thoughts do when they're inside of our head. They block our vision from the present moment. That is all they do. They get in your way. I said, let's take them off one by one and let's get back to the base pillow. What is it yeah. about the hurdles that isn't, very sure I can't do them, but I said, well, what if you go into practice with a different mentality? What if you went in and you said, today the hurdles are going to be my best event. I am going to focus on them like I've never focused on them before. I am going to listen to every little piece of information and advice that my coach gives me and I am going to rock the hurdles today and it's going to be amazing. I said, what if you went in with that mentality? What if that was the way you operated? She said, I don't know. I said, well, try it. And so she came back the next week and she said, I did actually really good. I, <laughs> I did better than I ever have in my life with the hurdles. I said, your thought process, the way you talk to yourself determines everything. Every thought you have leads to the ultimate outcome of your life. End of story. So if it's true, it doesn't matter. If it's not true, it doesn't matter. If you believe it, you perpetuate it. So come to find out, she took my workshops again her senior year. She said, I want to remember everything again. And it was been four years since I've taken your workshop. So I wanted to come back again. And I said, well, how are you doing? She said, well, I'm not in the track team anymore, but I want to let you know the hurdles became my best event. And I thought, that's, awesome. that's the power of mindset right there. So so this is the way that we can get in our, our way. That's a simple example of it, but I just love that example from a a real life
1: example from a student who was doing it. Yeah, no, it's it's a great example. I'm going to ask you for one more example. Let's take, um, let's take, uh, how do I lose weight? Let's let's do a common. Can you do a common one that might like apply yeah. to like a ton of people? Like I'm never going to sure. lose weight. I'm just going to stay this way forever. I'm you know mm-hmm. we're masters at beating ourselves up over that one, yeah, especially in the mirror. I, I'm not, uh, just yeah. Go with the uh, mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it,
0: right, it's right. The 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 never-ending litany of of negative things that we say to ourselves. The the way that I would oh, hang on, I'm gonna interrupt
1: did. you for one second. Or oh. not only say to ourselves but things we avoid because we have weight on us or whatever. Weight causes a lot of different issues and um people mm. feel really stuck. I deal I, I help a lot of people lose weight and um yeah. people feel super stuck and it affects social, it affects everything. Do you want yeah. to um yeah, keep going.
0: Sorry, friend Sure, all. yeah no that's okay um it It is a big issue and but the reason it's a big issue is because of our society's fascination and obsession with beauty and thinness, and it has gotten skinnier and skinnier and more unrealistic as time has gone on the Our marketing and advertising executives uh the beauty industry is a trillions and trillions of dollar industry, and they know it. And that is the reason why I believe people have such body image issues, is because of social media, marketing, and advertising, end of story. Uh, there was a an island in, I think it was the island of Fiji back in the 70s, they did not have access to cable or magazines or anything. And they had maybe a 1% or 0.01% um percentage of the population that had an eating disorder or disordered eating image. They typed in magazines and a uh, 90210 cable channel with 90210 on it. Mm-hmm. And within within five years, eating disorders exploded uh, in, in the, the culture because of the influence of media and marketing. So I guess I just wanted to say that from the outset that the more you consume around you the worse you're going to feel about yourself. There's no way I can look at a magazine and get through the end of it and not feel terrible about myself, but I'm aware of it. I, I encourage people in the book <laughs> that in just general, weekend <laughs> to, yeah to be critical consumers. You have to know that every time you turn on the TV, you look at a billboard, an advertisement comes on the radio, you look at a magazine, you open up social media, there is an ad that is designed to make you feel bad enough about yourself to buy something a service, a product, whatever it is that's the end goal. I don't do it. I don't watch t v unless I absolutely have to. I do not buy magazines because they don't do anything to help me and and so that's first and foremost is I really encourage people to be critical consumers to limit their open their 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 view and their um, just, you know, to close the blinders on that judgment and the, the way that, that marketing and advertising really try to make people feel bad about themselves. That's that piece of it. Some of the stuff is already ingrained, so we have to work with then who we are internally. And this is the hard part, is that once you have started a repetition of thought, I'm not good enough, I'm ugly, my thighs are fat, My I'm too sure, I'm... I don't have any muscle, I need to lose 20 pounds, or whatever it is. Once you've started that process of that that discussion, what happens is you practice it and you say it to yourself every time you look in the mirror. And any time you move a certain way where you feel your body a certain way or any time you think someone is looking at you in a particular way when you're walking down the street, you are rehearsing that litany of negativity. And if you mm-hmm. don't catch that, it's never going to change. And so awareness is the key. And then knowing that you have developed this and people say, well, I'm, I'm overweight. It's real. I am overweight. I I do need sure. to lose weight. Well, maybe for your health you do, sure. But that doesn't mean you're not beautiful right now. That doesn't mean that who you are as a person isn't absolutely gorgeous and that someone wouldn't find you beautiful or that other people don't view you as beautiful. So just because of that, I want people to be aware of that rehearsal. And I tell them, if you, if you practiced the piano for the amount of minutes a day you talk negative to yourself, you'd probably be a concert pianist right now. You know? <laughs> That's really true. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and
1: so yeah I, I love the idea people... of – oh, go ahead, sir. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. I just I love yeah. the idea of feeling enough before you encounter um, something such as a, a weight loss or anything like that to 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 really have that that feeling of feeling enough and feeling worthy and feeling that self love and everything because um, that's like when when I work with people to um, do comprehensive well being or anything like that we're working on a lot of that first is is changing yeah. that the way people are talking to themselves and you know we all do that yeah. um, I I yeah. <laughs> it's funny i let a magazine come back into the house that i haven't had for probably 10 years i'm like okay maybe i'm ready for this again because um <laughs> at the start of best ever you i did the same thing i'm like okay i'm, I'm not doing this anymore and i let yeah. it come back in the house and it landed squarely right back in the recycle i'm like there it goes i'm not going to say which one it is but i opened it yeah. i started reading it i'm like oh there's that feeling again of like my clothes yeah. aren't cool enough i'm not tall enough i'm not thin you know just everything yeah but this time All it was, of oh and i'm 52 <laughs> or whatever you know i'm like oh this is going yeah. away because it they do have yeah. that effect i know they have that effect on me um i, I was thinking okay maybe i can look at this and go oh cool ideas and things like that but you not know, page after page after page i was like mm, nope <laughs> it yeah. makes me feel right. like i'm and not it- enough and they don't have enough and da, 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 da. yeah right
0: and so that's the first piece of it is understanding the the messaging that's coming in, being a critical consumer to really limit the amount that you're consuming, and also know when you're being manipulated and be prepared when you even when you go into a store, the way that the the kiosks are set up, you're we're all being manipulated by color, by design, by words, by music. Every, and yeah. if you don't think you're being manipulated, you're the one who's being the most manipulated. Do you know what I mean? It's like oh, yeah. we, we all are being manipulated in some way to buy, to consume, to to take in uh, this kind of hedonistic trail of, of give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, and I'll be happy. When in reality, what you need to do is focus inward on self-acceptance and yeah. self-acceptance love and compassion and that's where self-acceptance comes in and that's where movement and change starts then you can start if you do need to actually lose the weight if you actually do believe that you need to to change something for your health for your wellness then it's about using a positive strategy and i mean not saying to yourself when you get up today, I'm not going to eat junk food, I'm not going to eat chocolate, I'm not going to talk negative to myself, I'm going to get rid of all the junk food in my cabinets, I'm going to stop eating at night. That's all negative stuff. And you also just repeated all of the things that you do on a regular basis that you believe to be unhealthy. Wouldn't it be better if you got up in the morning and said today, I'm going to take really good care of myself. I'm going to love on myself like I never have before. I'm going to exercise in a way that feels healthy. I'm going to surround myself with people who are positive, who energize me, and I'm going to do the best I can today no matter what, and tomorrow I'll begin again and do the same thing. I said all the same things that I was going to, you know, probably not eat the junk food, hopefully not eat it, not do all the things that are negative, but I did it through positive reinforcement. And I wanna I wanna focus that way instead of thinking about all the things that I shouldn't do or can't do. Because it's like telling a two year old not to jump or scream. <laughs> that's the first thing they're gonna to want to do. You know, if I tell myself in the morning when I get up, I'm not gonna eat junk food today. I'm not gonna do it. That's the, that's the last thing I wanna hear is someone telling me I can't do something, right? No one wants to hear yeah. that.
1: Talk about the whole bag of Doritos gone. (laughs) (laughs) Two seconds. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Well, I love the way that you just put that. And uh, we're out of time over here on the radio show, but I invite everyone to join us over on the video portion of this next. And uh, maybe we'll um, dive a little bit more into the book. We'll show a copy of the book so people can see what it is. And um, we we love your comments. And um, just simply commenting on the show on on any of the platforms or sharing the show enters you to receive a copy of Denise's book, The Ripple Effect, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life. And um, you can visit with Denise at Denise com. Denise, what's your favorite way for people to reach you in social media? Uh, there is a,
0: uh, on my website, there is a, uh-huh. a connect page. There's a, you can go ahead and on my website, if you have a question for me, I will get it immediately. and uh, Or you can, a DZ Mindful Coach on Instagram, you can connect with me there. Um, those are probably the two best ways, I think.
1: Okay. All right. So power, positive thinking, taking action, getting results. We, um, we love having you on our show, Denise. I'm grateful that Thanks you're, that you're here. And I hope this has helped our listeners today. Anything else before we go? No, thank you. Just thank you so much for having me. I really
0: greatly appreciate it. Love the discussion. i look forward to the video section in a couple minutes.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening. We're so glad you tuned in. Be brave. Be bold. Be you. And remember to visit us at besteveru.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: Laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free
0: for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No necessary. by law. 18 plus. the plus